G'day and welcome to another edition of the Two Dogs Podcast. My name's Kevin Hillier. It's a beauty this time around because we're going to go way, way, way back, as they say in the classics, uh, back to a couple of gentlemen who played for the footy club. Uh, they started in 1962 and had uh, terrific careers with the Bulldogs. Murray Zeusner and Georgie Bissett. Murray played 64 games between 62 and 67 uh, wore the number one, and Georgie Bissett, of course. We, Georgie, uh, was there for 166 games between 63 and 72, had a stint at Collingwood for a sum total of 207 games. So a lot of games between them, a lot of great memories between them, a lot of uh, big names from our football club that they played with and uh, played under, and we're going to go through all those memories. Uh, so get ready to sit back, relax, and enjoy a wonderful conversation between uh, two of uh, the old heads from around the footy club, but uh, a couple of great gentlemen. Yeah, a couple of great gentlemen, and you'll hear their their terrific memories in just a moment. I want to mention uh, the Past Players Facebook page. Make sure you uh, check that out, see what's going on with the Past Players, and also the uh, on the website, on the Bulldogs website, you'll find the Past Players page, which has all the old uh, podcasts that we've done as well. Uh, and thanks also to the uh, the Past Players sponsors, uh, Justin Whitford from PFG Australia, Dave Marsh from Flash Fabrications, Dave Boxall from Midway Concrete and Garden and Building Supplies, and, of course, Noel Pearce and Sons from Tosca Luggage Company. Great supporters of our match day activities uh, for the, all the home games uh, in the victory room. Uh, so uh, please support them because they have been great supporters of the Past Players Association. But let's get into a, a, a an absolute uh, truckload of memories here and some great stories. I'm sure you're going to really enjoy this one. Murray Zosner and Georgie Pearson. Georgie, how are you, mate? Hey, hey. Yeah, good, mate. How are you? Oh, yeah, just finished the game of bowls, so, you know. Oh, I, I, I was going to mention that later, actually, because I remember you've been playing bowls for a long time. As a yeah, matter of yeah. fact, I think you were even playing bowls during your football career, weren't you? Yeah, I was, sure. I, um, old Dolly Aitman got me into going down to Footscray City one night. Uh, ah. Yeah, and uh, he got me into it, and uh, was quite found it quite all right. So, I, right, oh, that's 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 a nice pastime for you, George. And so, when did do you do you two remember meeting each other? Um, I, <laughs> I don't know whether we sort of met um, like in a uh, a formal sort of a way, but. I, I started there a year before George. I started in 62. Yep. And you came in 63, didn't you, Georgie? No, uh, I, I come down to Footway in 62 and I was with the thirds and uh, I played in the seconds that year. What, 62? We made the grand final that year and won the premiership and uh, yeah. Doug Darcy was in it and Bobby Gray was there. He was in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bobby Gray was at Braybrook when I was, I was up there underage. He played with us up there and went to, we went to the same school, Sunshine High. Ah, I actually saw a bit of uh, Bob in his later years. He was living uh, down there near Frankston, near me. And um, my wife and I, my wife passed away 15 years ago, Rob, but when she was alive, we um, we spent some time with uh, with Bob and, um, and his wife. Yeah, he was a pretty good player. He, as he was down at Footscray before me. I come down later and yeah. played up there, Norm Gardner for three games, and then I went up yeah. to the second and played under Roy Evans. Oh, Roy Evans. I, I thought Roy was a great coach. Oh, yeah. I rate him pretty high. I rate him one of the best coaches. Yeah, well, you know, you know, I wasn't renowned as being a great kick, and I know 
my first year there, Roy would get me aside of training, um, you know, and he'd spend lots of time with me, teaching me how to do the drop kick, you know, and, and well, um, you know, it was, it was, it was wonderful. Yeah, well, I remember, if you, I don't know if you remember, you were playing in the back pocket a lot, and I always felt that you were a very good tap ruckman, you know, and you never punched the ball out, you tapped it to us, and then it was up yeah. to try and get it. But um, I remember one day whipping through your up forward, I don't know if you remember this day, and um, and you took a mark somewhere around 30, maybe 30 yards out, and uh, I remember EJ saying to all us around, just spread out. <laughs> I don't think I heard him. I don't remember that. Yeah, I was there there because EJ could uh, he could entertain you from the field like he could play as even the opposition. You know, when you play, yeah. he, he could have a yeah. bit of a jag with him and all that. Yeah, he yeah. Play as good as footballer as he did, but I'll never forget that because you you kick it yeah. and he just said it was all spread out. <laughs> don't go near the goal and kick it right through. <laughs> Yeah, I was a privilege to to ruck to EJ too. He was a oh, just a ruck way over quite a bit. He was just a fantastic player. He wasn't called Mister Football for no reason, and oh, apart, no, from, apart from that, he was uh, he was an inspirational leader too. I thought. Oh look, he was great. Like to all of us, I I found him best football ever since. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, he, uh, but, um, he was tough too with it. Oh, but, God, um, yeah. as you say, he was so good. Like even when he. Um, Got later on in his years, and if someone was giving you a bit of a hot, you know, turn and get into you a bit, he'd always say, "Just run and pass me." So you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. We felt pretty big. Because uh, you yeah. know, one day I remember playing there, and uh, I remember that EJ said, "Just run." I was playing Collingwood, and just run and pass me. And I got the ball on the wing, and I I never used to run much with the ball, but this day. I had a paddock and I kept going and I thought, oh, gee, there's Whitten up there. He, what did he say to me? Run him past me. And I let him past me and Teddy Potter just went whop and hit him. And I looked back and it was EJ on the deck. So I just kept going. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, he uh, told us that way, but oh, look, he was terrific. Yeah, he was. You were very unlucky um, not to win a Brownlow too. I, oh. I did I did uh, read up on it, actually. I see uh, you, you kicked something like six goals in the last home and away game. I don't, I don't know what season it was. You can tell me in a minute, but uh, I think you were you only had to get one vote or something to win. You got beaten on the count back by uh, Kevin Murray, but um, you were suspended. You were suspended or something, and then you were exonerated. You got off. Oh yeah, I weren't guilty. Jeez, no way about that. That bloke yeah. ran into the fist, so there was no chance that they proved me guilty. But the funny. The thing about it was that when the Blues started on the wing, I, uh, I was in the pot. You remember a soupy, Ray Haynes? No, I don't, no. No, he come from St Albans and uh, yeah. he was a good friend of mine and uh, he, he got into a bit of a blue up on the wing and I was in the pocket resting. Uh, Ricky Fargo went on the ball and uh, i seen this bloke do something to him I didn't like. So I, I took off and I, by the time I got to the wing, he had nicked off. So I was I thought, so I hit Robbo instead, <laughs> and it got recorded. So, <laughs> so Robbo said, why did you hit me? I said, well, I look silly running all this way and not hit me. <laughs> and uh, we both got recorded, but we both yeah. got out. We were not guilty when we went there. Which was, 
I caught up with uh, with Bob Spargo because uh, I used to knock around with Bob a bit yeah. um, before he went to Perth. We yeah. used to knock around together, but uh, he um, he's living up in a penthouse on the Gold Coast now. And I, oh yeah, I, yeah, and um, that's been that's been good. It was good oh, to catch lovely. up with him again, but yeah, yeah, he was um, a bit of a character, wasn't he? Oh yeah, do you remember Ivan Mark Chuckles? Chuckles, yeah, yeah. Well. Um, at the moment, he's not going too well. And last Isn't week, he? last week, um, his son uh, David uh, um, went over to Brogan, and I went back to where we both played football together. And I seen him, and uh, and we watched the game together. And he was, you know, he knew me, and uh, that. But he uh, he's still fighting well, and he's doing well. And he enjoyed the game. He knows you sort of after that because I've been played football. He's been my teammate. For nearly ten years. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We was in it, but it's what. This is my test of memory. Do you remember when we had the singer contest and we we sang together? Um, actually, Kevin mentioned something about you were going to talk about something where we. And I thought, what the heck's that? You know, I couldn't think of it, and then it came to me later. It was that that talent twist. Yeah, that was, and Barry Smith on it won it. From memory, it was it was in the club rooms. I remember, and, and uh, we had we had to take part. And I remember, I don't know whether I asked you to part with me or you asked me to part with you. Or, um, but I remember we thought, now what are we going to do? And I thought, well, I don't know many songs. Um, yeah, mate, right. I know how to sing waltzing Matilda. No, and, but and we so, didn't do that one, matey. But we did yeah. practice, and we we weren't the Everly Brothers. And tell you something, <laughs> we. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you, remember uh, the song was Running Bear? Was it? Oh, Running yeah. Bear, that's right. Yeah, Running Bear. We used to sing boom, 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 like the drums going <laughs> off and all that, remember? Yeah, yeah. We, were, we thought we were pretty hot, but... We came second, did we? Yeah, we came second. We were robbed. Oh, wow. We second, oh, robbed. You know? ah. Robbed. Oh. I, I thought we were robbed because we were pretty good, mate. I reckon we were. <laughs> <laughs> so we were all right. You can regale us with a version of it now if you'd like, the two of you. <laughs> I, I remember I was practicing on the, on the bowling green today, Kev, and I, I remember, I was trying to remember, it said, sugar might be able to help me as I was running bear. I think this is it. Remember running bear, love little white dove? And, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, I think you used to come down to my house to practice. That's correct. We really put in a bit of effort. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, dear me. Goodness me. But that was part of the, you know, it was good in them days when we used yeah. to do that, you know. One thing I'll ask, I'll ask you, George, is this, this okay. kind of, I've been thinking about this. When we were on the ball together, I, I was in the ruck and you were, you were roving. Do yeah. you remember Do you remember the little system we had going, the plan? What was that, mate? You don't remember, I'll tell you. You probably remember. We used to say, you know, depending on, you know, lots of things like the opposition and uh, yeah. where they are and, and the way the ball's bounced, the way it goes up in the air, I said, depending on, you know, perhaps where it'd be best to, to direct it to. Yeah. And I used to say, if I say number one, when I'm going up, jumping up, to about to hit the ball, if I say number one, you've got to be out 45 degrees forward yeah. Between the wing and, and straight down the ground. If I say number two, it's straight down the ground. Number three, 45 degrees to the right. And number four, if we get a, a bad bounce, number four behind. Do you remember that? 
No, well, I got lost after the two, mate. No wonder we never got, <laughs> got the ball. Was four to one and two to one. Yeah, we never done the combination never hurt. <laughs> we've just discovered. We've it just discovered bad. why we didn't win many games in the in that part of the sixties. <laughs> no, Our centre clearance they numbers were terrible. Oh, I, when he said four, I went to three, or he went to two, and and the funniest part. But one thing about Sugar, he's a very good tap ruckman. He wouldn't punch it away from you. You got it on the plot if you know when he got it. But uh, he was no. a very good mark and everything and that. Uh, but uh, when you had that combination, Sugar, uh, I should have started uh, learning how to count. It was really <laughs> great to play with you, Sugar. Uh, yeah, well, about two mates, and uh, as I said, it was always you know pleasure to play. with yeah. The the feelings the feelings mutual. Um, Kevin George was he's only we used to call him Wee Georgie then because he's only a bit of a a, a little fellow as you know. And uh, but he, he was apart from being skillful, he was he was elusive and um, and smart, you know. And um, you know he had a lot of uh, lot of things going for him, and uh, he had a good tank as well. And yeah. he, he, I played with quite a few ravers over the time, not just the Footscray, but other clubs as well. And I'm, I'm not putting in your pocket, Georgie, but you were the best rover I ever, ever rucked to, I thought, you know, like in terms of in terms of your impact around the ground and that, yeah. You know, yeah, imagine if, I would have, imagine if I would learned how to count, we would have been <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> 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 but, but I'll tell you something funny, uh, when uh, I was called Wee Georgie at that, when I went to Collingwood, I was a uh, Collingwood uh, short six footer. How was that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Who, who was the Who was the ruck when you were at Collingwood? Was it Len uh, Thompson? Yeah, Len Thompson and Big Jerker. Oh, Jerker Jenkins. Yeah. 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 It's funny. Like even now, I, we uh, in the bowls, uh, I play against Twiggy Dunn, Dougie Got. You remember them, wouldn't you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wait till I just see them next time and I'll tell them about our combination that we had, mate. They would have shit them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Murray, Murray, I want to ask you about the nick, your nickname, Sugarfoot, because there was a – was that from the television show with the with the Western television show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was actually. Um, when I started uh, training, uh, I, I was teaching at Williamstown North um, that year in 1962 and the first day uh, back at school – just when the when the school uh, when school had finished, broken up, three of the uh, students were just sort of lagging behind and just having a bit of a chat. There was a knock at the door, and three blokes walked in, and uh, it, was, it was the selectors of uh, Footscray Footy Club: Bill Mobbs, Jack Sparks, and Arthur Edwards, and uh, they invited me up. I don't know to this day who uh, how they found out uh, about me or where I where I taught or anything else, but. They invited me to training. I went up there and uh, and trained, and I was running around uh, pre pre season. Obviously, it was, and I was just running around doing laps. And during the training, there used to be quite a number of journalists sort of up there, you know, watching it, taking notes and photos and all the rest of the things they did. And apparently, one of the journalists thought. He said, who's that, who's that new bloke over there? And someone said, oh, it's a, a young bloke called Zushner. And he said, he said, God, he looks like that bloke Sugarfoot. <laughs> and Sugarfoot was a, a name given to a, 
an actor by the name of Will Hutchins, yep. who starred in a in a, in a western um, United States show and hooked around between late fifties to early sixty one. And he said, "God, he's a dead rigger of him." And I don't know how, but it, it, the name just stuck after that. And and Georgie, Georgie will attest to this, but. I I don't remember ever, ever being called Murray. No, it was either, no, it was either sugar or sugar foot. Yeah, that's correct, mate. That's what yeah, that's yeah. after the cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> Except, of course, yeah. when uh, when they called you uh, Murray Zufter on the uh, on the radio when <laughs> when, you, when you made yeah, your debut. Yeah, that was the. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they couldn't couldn't pronounce my name, but uh, on the. On the Wednesday, pre-thirding, actually, I played one game up with my home club, uh, South Gippsland, Stony Creek, because my permits hadn't come through. I played in uh, two games in the reserves, once at Fitzroy, Napier Street, and then against Melbourne at the MCG. And then the following Wednesday, I after school, I sort of went up to the ground. I was just sitting, sitting on one of the seats there, uh, watching watching the uh, reserve train, and I think it was uh, Roy Evans or Bill Finley, I can't remember which one it was, came up and said, oh, you might be playing in the seniors this week. And I, I hadn't even sort of thought about it, you know, and uh, yeah. and that's uh, that's how I sort of found out. And then, then when it was announced on the radio, it was a bit of a bit of a letdown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was announced on the radio on Thursday, and, uh, you know, I... I was uh, out out that night with a couple of mates. Uh, one was a teacher friend, the other one was a relative, and we used to go to Zigfield's uh, ballroom on a Thursday night to the dance. And uh, I said uh, after we'd been there, well, I said, "Oh, we we better go out." The, I was told I might get a game this week, and the, the two mates were scoffing a bit, saying, "Oh, yeah, pull the other leg." And anyway, we went out to the car and uh, turned the radio on. That's when they announced the team and. You couldn't, you couldn't. I don't know who the uh, commentator was now. I can't remember, but uh, you know, they, something like Zuffa or something like that. They couldn't get it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think, uh, apart from playing in the ruck and um, back pocket, I did play probably half a dozen games at ten half back too, which uh, which I enjoyed doing. Well, you had a bloke called Schultz running around in the ruck, which uh, which sort of. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's right. I could mention this that um, in the first year I played at '62, uh, playing against North Melbourne, I uh, was standing waiting for the ball to come, like to go for a mark, and I got a, I got a knee in the ribs from behind, and I didn't, I didn't think much about it at the time. But a little bit later, I was in the back pocket resting, and I went to run for the ball. I felt this real sharp pain. I thought, oh God, that's not good, you know, and I was worried because, you know, if I couldn't run, it meant my man was free to roam and uh, you know maybe score. And I was I was panicking a bit, so I I signalled for the um, uh, the uh, trainer to come out. And in those days, there was no like uh, four four uh, reserves, only two reserves. And once you went off, that was it; you couldn't come back on again. So when he came out, he said, "What's wrong?" And I just told him I had. Had a pain when I sort of moved, and uh, I said, "I think uh, I might need to come off." And he said, "I'll try and stay until half time." And it was only probably about ten minutes to half time, so I stayed on half time. And then the doctor—I think it was Doctor 
the Ambro uh, from memory and he looked at me and he said, yeah, I think you should go up to the hospital and get an X-ray. And they X-rayed it and um, found out, uh, I think it was a cracked rib. Ooh. And the next week I didn't play because we played uh, played against uh, Geelong and unfortunately didn't win that one. But the next week it was the carnival over in Perth. And as, as was always the case, uh, EJ and uh, John Schultz were the Footscray's representatives uh, at the carnival in Perth. During the training on the Thursday night, EJ came up to me and said, oh, do you reckon, you know, John's not going to be there on Saturday, do you reckon you can play ruck? Do you reckon you can play? He didn't say ruck, he just said, do you reckon you can play? And I said, oh, I'm not sure. I said, I'll, I'll think about it tonight and I'll let you know tomorrow. So I rang him the next morning and said, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. It was against Hawthorne, who were the reigning premiers, out on their home ground at uh, Glenferry Oval. Yeah. Typically, uh, Glenferry Oval ground, it was full of mud, and um, you know we had to have tetanus injections before the game because the horses had been on the ground. <laughs> and um, there was a big, there was a big blue during the game. I think it was Bernie Lee might have uh, dropped uh, Brendan Edwards, and it was all in after that. But <laughs> apart from that. We knocked off Hawthorne, the reigning premiers on their home ground, without our two best players, and uh, you know I reckon it was the best win I've ever been in. You know, yeah. it was just a just a wonderful feeling to uh, to walk off, you know, with the with the win under our belt. And when we got into the showers, and Georgie, you might you might relate to this too, but the change rooms in those days weren't a patch on what the players have now, particularly if it was the away. Away team oh, like that. Yeah. The, the away teams weren't as good as the home teams. And I remember that day when we went in to get all the mud off us, it was cold. The water was cold. We had to scrape all this mud off with cold water, but you couldn't wipe the smiles off our faces. We were just so happy. Uh, good stuff. And that was obviously the first time we played Hawthorne since the 61 grand final, too. So, that extra yeah. special, extra yeah. special mayo on that one. Uh, George, did you ever play in yeah. a game that was, yeah, that, was that memorable for you? Was there, is there one game that stands out in your time at oh. the Doggies? Oh, yeah, there was uh, a couple there. One was uh, well, we men sugar both of them. Glen Perry Oval, I don't know if Sugar Fat lost this, but the first time I played on it, we were over where the train used to go slow. Uh, oh, yeah. The, week. Yeah. the first day I went in, I was down there and that ball got thrown in and I could have swore that thing was you know, on the ground. It, used to get a bit, it was so close to it where the uppy threw the ball in and it'd make a noise and go yeah. slow and, and absolutely frightened everything out of it. And, uh, <laughs> but that was that's there. But no, I, when you look at some games, I always remember my first game because um, it was uh, against North Melbourne and uh, um, Whitten said to me, you're having a, you're playing and that, that was, I was quite happy and I got in and then Hobbsy pulled out a number one ru- uh, rover and, I, and BJ said, you're rover number one, Hobbsy's not playing. And I thought, who am I roving against? He said, oh, only Alan Aylett. So, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> And then they told me, you know, and um, and I thought that was my first game, but there were so many. I mean, when you have a look at, I remember this one, I played at the Hawthorns. You talk, um, and we were playing over there, and there's a bloke named Brian Shivens, 
was in the back pocket. Went really tough bloke. Come from Richmond and Hawthorne, and then went down to Frankston to play, I think, in the mean days. And uh, he was niggling me and standing on his toes and pushing me. And then I said, oh, I've had enough of this. So I give him a whack, and he never moved. And I thought, Jesus, I'm in trouble. So I grabbed him. <laughs> and then next thing, I'd be come down and report the both of us for wrestling. <laughs> and he had me in the headlock, and I don't know where I was. <laughs> he was one of the toughest folks I've ever met. You know, you're like, as as you're a little bloke, you don't want to let him bluff you if possible. And uh, I thought, oh, I've got to give him one. But uh, never even affected him. So I said, oh, I'm in trouble. So I grabbed him and... Uh, he, after the game, he said, oh, he, you know, was quite after, which they were after that. You'd have a bit of a scuffle with them on the ground. And so said, they were very good. But there were so many of them. Like, they were unbelievable days. Like the day we're playing with Gray and EJ marked the ball just towards the centre at, at Barclay Street. And we're down there to the, um, the cow shed. Remember that, you got the cow shed? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and he's that far out. And I thought Bernie Quinlan was one of the best kicks I've seen. And mm. I thought EJ's lined it up. And I was in the pocket resting. And and I uh, sort of let out a little bit. And he's done this torpedo. And it's nearly hit Barclay Street. So, <laughs> and I'm not joking. He, he comes back again, Kev. And he's in the same spot. And he's got the ball again. And this, and I, and this bloke, the opponent, I forget who I said to me, ain't you leading, George? I said, no, did you see the first kick? <laughs> I said, I'm and, uh, and he just that reminds me so much of how EJ used to kick. He look, you had yeah. to play with him, Kev, to realise yeah. how, how yeah. good of a footballer he was. I don't yeah. think that I've seen the best of EJ because I come down in '62, but I think they always say his best years was in '54 onwards when he played centre half back. Yeah, yeah. He had to fill in positions for us, like full four. Like there was another. Day he was um, at match committee, and I, I was and I was in there for the first time. I don't know where I must have went in the wrong door, but I was on the committee there. <laughs> and um, they were asking me a thing, and we had to play Collingwood, and our full, I forget who was playing for didn't have him. And EJ said, "I'll play and hit and play on Peter McKenna," and McKenna was kicking goal after goal after goals, and and uh, EJ just let him. Win the first mark and give him a bit of a clip behind the ears. And that was the end of McKenna for the day. <laughs> and, and that's how, you know, and played a fullback. No one else would play him. And he just went there, and but he knew what he was doing. Look, he was just unbelievable to play with. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. But there was a lot of games, you know, you look at, and there yeah, was it. Now, one day, a bus reminded me when I was playing with the um, first. Uh, yeah, down there playing with uh, Footscray seconds in the grand final. And this sticks in my mind because, I, as I say, Ray, Roy Evans a very highly coached. And uh, I'm walking into the room and all of a sudden I could hear music. And I thought, what's going on here? And, uh, and Roy had a squeeze box in the corner playing roll out the barrel or something like that. <laughs> Just to relax, we had five yeah, yeah. kids from the under-19, Darcy, Bobby Gray, myself, Eddie O'Hallen, Colin Bandell, and Bobby Sterling all come up to play in front of 60 or 70,000. And he just relaxes it, you know, and he was such a good coach. And that he, like, he, if we were down, he'd tell you how to get back with yelling. Yeah. 
talent, and he was fantastic. But yeah, so many games. Uh, he, he he was great, Royal. I'll tell you another story. That, uh, well, Ray, Ray, Roy's in it, but um, it was my first game in uh, for Footscray in the um, reserves out at uh, Napier Street, Fitzroy, and I was a bit late getting to the ground. And I remember I raced into the uh, change rooms and, and Roy came up and all the other guys were sort of all, all more or less uh, ready to take the field and I had to hurry up and get changed and Roy came over and said, oh, don't worry about it, don't get stressed out. He said, take your time, we'll wait. But he said, um, uh, while you're getting dressed, he said, I'll, I'll send the other ruckman over that you'll be rucking with just so you can, you know, have a bit of a chat and, you know, see see how you want to uh, approach the game and so forth. I said, fair enough. So tying up my boots and I looked up and here's this guy standing there, very little hair on his head, that he had a short sleeve jumper on, as we all did in those days, and all the hair on his uh, hair coming out of his arms and so forth. And he said, he said, uh, I'm, I'm on McDonald. Oh, he said, yeah. what do you want to do, play the man or play the ball? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I took one look at him and I said, oh, I think I'll play the ball. <laughs> yeah, Uncle yeah, Darth, you're a, a pretty – I didn't even know why they nicknamed Unc. Remember his nickname was Unc McDonald? And, don't know, don't know. No, either do I, but I didn't ask him just in case he wanted to give you one or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cameron McDonald, yeah. He was, a, he, he was also uh, the Australian – a Roman Greco wrestling yeah. champion. Oh, yeah. He yeah. You know, he, but remember uh, Charlie Evans? Charlie Evans, yeah, yeah. He oh, died Ruby. quite some time ago, Charlie. Yeah, Ruby. He was an unbelievable player. Like, he, he played that back pocket unbelievable, you know. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah, and he wouldn't let a – like, Ray Walker was a good friend of mine. and Yeah, yeah. And um, he struggled to get back in once Charlie got in. Yeah, that's right. You remember that? I saw Roy. I saw Ray a couple of weeks ago when I was oh, at Marvel. Yeah, he, yeah. he's um, terrific. He, he's the best um, player I've seen at Braybrook. And Braybrook, as a junior, he, we had heaps of players: Dougie Orphans, Ben on Wagon, Brian. Wilson, yeah, yeah. Go on and on, and um, he's the best. Uh, like I remember when we started, I started playing with Braybrook. His coach would, if it was windy, play him at centre half back. With the wind, and then into the breeze, he came around forward. You know, he uh, was a terrific uh, player. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. He had a short career. He had uh, yeah. about eighty games or something. But oh, terrific yeah. player! Such a terrific teammates up there. You go on and on every year. You can mention, yeah. players, you know, who you know, real good blokes and that. But I tell yeah. you, someone I don't know if you agree with me, Shug. I tell you, Blake, I rated very highly there, and. Uh, was David Thorpe. I don't know how you rated him. David Thorpe. Yeah, Thorpe, he was good. He, a bit like the players that play today, like he was he was able to burst away, like he had that yeah. uh, sharp, uh, sharp uh, two or three yards, first two or three yards, and he'd break clear of the pack and, and, right. and often, um, you know, make a break for it and, uh, you know, cover cover quite a fair distance with the time he kicked the ball. Yeah. No, he, he was good, Thorpe. But I'll tell you one thing, George, you might remember, when we were playing together, the home team would invite the opposing players, yeah. officials, etc., into, into the room. Yeah. We'd have a drink and all that sort of thing. And uh, and after we did that, you and I, most of the others, they'd, they'd go on their way. They'd go home for dinner or whatever. 
you and I would go down to the trainers' room. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. We used to. Yeah, we always went down to the trainers' room. We we drink with the trainers, and um, yeah, uh, they were really, really, uh, really good times. Oh, they were. They were like it's the same in any club. Your trainers are so important. You yeah, on and off the field, but afterwards they they were really good. Uh, you go in and they run a barrel and things like that, and. Uh, and then the old players, it was uh, really good and uh, yeah. very good um, there. A little bit. Remember Sticky Glue, the bloke on the door in the overcoat? Oh, Sticky Glue, yeah, I yeah. do, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll let you be in if you need, you know, because you used to pay a few bob to get in and you know, yeah. it was a drink for a while and uh, yeah. we wouldn't let you in unless you threw the money in. It was, uh, <laughs> But they were good folks, they were good folks. <laughs> They were, yeah. yeah I thought bloke. I thought you would have been very careful of your uh, your dealings with alcohol and uh, and beer and uh, and the footy club after your pre season effort, Murray. Buying booze for Ted to take down to the Portsy training camp. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> I can't remember what year it was, but I know um, uh, Merv Hobbs. Um, I think he had a Jaguar. A really good uh, car, fast, and yeah. um, I don't. I'm not sure how if we would made their way down to Portsea or not, but probably by their own means, I guess, or under their own means. But yeah. uh, I know that uh, Bob Spargo and uh, and I went with Hobbsy in his car before we left. Uh, EJ came up and, and whispered to me. He said, "Oh, he said bring some grog down." <laughs> so yeah, so um, I said, "Okay." So we called into a, a pub on the way because in those days, of course, it was six o'clock closing. So, you know, you had to get your grog early. And we got halfway down there. We thought, bugger this, you know, we'll have to have a drink before we get down there. And we had a dozen a dozen bottles there, I think, to weren't stubbies in those days. And that, we, oh, we got stuck into it. When we got down there, the, the meeting was in progress. And we walked in late and... Um, and EJ, you know, he ha- he knew he knew what was going on, but he had to he had to uh, <laughs> make an example of us, which he did. You know, and he uh, he blasted oh, us yeah. in front of in front of everyone. But uh, yeah, I've had a I've had a taste of that off EJ. <laughs> yeah, it was a great a, a great a wonderful man, a wonderful player, a wonderful leader, and I was just I was just uh, it was just such an honour to play with him. You know. Yeah, I agree with you 100% there, Sugar. As, yeah. You know, yeah. We mightn't have uh, won premierships in his time that I was there over 11 mm. years, but by God, there's not too many boats until you play with the great EJ Whitten, which we... No, did. well, that's right. No, no, it was a real privilege, wasn't it? Oh, God. Yeah. Boat, you know. Yeah. But he, he was a terrific boat, you know. And, yeah. You know, as I said, it was sad. He went real man's man. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been my great privilege to listen to you two uh, talk about uh, oh. some some wonderful times, they're fabulous memories. They're uh, they're, they're priceless. Oh, yeah. Priceless. Yeah, well, you don't lo- don't lose them, Kev, after your teammates, especially Sugar. But as I said, one day we'll we'll get to finish that run and bear because I thought at the finish we were really going well. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I, I'd like to catch up with you again, George. Uh, oh, maybe we haven't seen each other for years, so. Oh, that's great. I remember. It's been good to catch. Even good to catch up with you now, Sugar. It's uh, really. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I'd love to catch up with you again. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll tell you what, Sugar. If when we do catch up, I'll definitely 
remember one to four, there's a two and a three. Before. There's that. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Well, I'll bring my football along. How fabulous to be a fly on the wall and listen to those two gentlemen go through some of the uh, the halcyon glory days at the football club when they played there uh, in their time from uh, the early part of the 60s. Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget, get out and support the doggies. Uh, get out and support the past players' uh, sponsors, PFG Australia, Flash Fabrications, Midway Concrete and Tosca Luggage. And, of course, love to see you at a home game. Uh, get behind the doggies. We're getting to the business end of the season and we need to do the business. And the more support we can give the boys, the better. So get behind the doggies. Uh, until the next time don't forget check out uh, where you found this podcast you'll find all the old episodes and there's some beauties in there but I hope you enjoyed this one Till next time go the doggies but you can't beat the boys.